Hey all you space cats, welcome to the Black Hole Podcast, Season 7, Episode 5. And uh, I'm your host, Mitchell Miller. I quite possibly am the most neutral person in the world. And that's why I'm running for President of the United States of America. I want to talk a little bit about the previous episode of this podcast because there's been talk in the United States of a one of the candidates is throwing around the word dictator that there may be a dictatorship in the United States which is pretty mind-blowing but uh, apparently that's acceptable rhetoric in our political spectrum these days so I just want to say something about dictatorships because traditionally in most cases a dictator censors anyone that speaks out or speaks against the regime in power, right, or their ideology. So that's why I've put I've put I've put out some ideas of how we can directly change some of the media, but ultimately, what I'm proposing as a safeguard is if we alter or limit the media, it should be in a, in a direct democracy way, right? If we alter or limit the media, everyone in the United States of voting age should be invited to vote on how that happens, right? And we have the technology to do this, so it's not an insane idea. Um, you can vote. So, as I said with the attack ads, every adult of voting age can vote on attack ads. Um, or a large group, right? If we're going to take psychology out of advertising, we can have a platform where every psychologist in the United States is invited to vote on whether that ad had psychological uh, aspects to it. So, you know, hundreds of thousands or 100,000 psychologists could be voting on uh, what ad agencies need to take out of their... Uh, strategies. So that's all. It's a safeguard. And let's really push for this because I don't want to see a dictatorship in the United States. And that's why I'm the candidate that's neutral and a direct democracy. We're going to have four popular voted on positions at the head of the government. And we're going to have direct democracy for all of the cabinet heads um, through their departments. That's democracy. That's the next phase of the United States democracy, not a dictatorship and a democratically elected republic that's uh, elected through an electoral college, so it's not even democratically elected, really. It's it's a power structure. There's gerrymandering, everything else. All right. As president, I'm going to address child care, and here's how I'm going to do it. Now, I spent some time in Denmark, and in Denmark, uh, children are, uh, the government takes care of children, child care, at a very early age so that women can pursue their career. Uh, you know, the government will, will take care of children at a very young age. Now, uh, people in the United States don't want the government to raise their children. It's a little different in Europe. Um we don't trust the government. We don't want our children institutionalized, even though they, some of them go to the public school. And 
Um, so here's how I'm proposing we, we fix childcare in the United States because it's broken. It's extremely expensive. Most people rely on their parents to help with childcare if they have them. So that's what I think we should do. I think we should pay grandmas to watch the kids, right? Um, they're already watching them in most cases. So I think we should expand Social Security to pay grandmas to watch their, their grandchildren and possibly other people's grand, grandchildren or children as well. Now, there's a pay disparity in the United States between male and female. Some of that is institutional. Some of it has to do with the fact that women have to take three or five years out of their career to raise children because it's just cost effective, right? Um, the males can continue on their career path for 20 or 30 years without interruption, which means their pay goes up uh, every year in accordance with that. Women have to take five years off and then rejoin the workforce and start from low status and work their way up through pay raises again, right? So in order to correct that or attempt to correct that, there's, you know, only so much you can do. But um, that five years that those women take out of their career is also time they could be paying into Social Security. Social Security is based off of your highest 20 years of work wages. Uh, that's what you receive. Um, so again, that's there's a disparity, disparity in what women get in Social Security wages as well. So that's where, why we make up for that gap by allowing grandmas to apply for a special Social Security program at age 50. They can apply at age 50 for an hourly wage per kid up to three kids. So they can watch three kids at their house or their apartment or whatever um, and receive an hourly wage per kid for watching them six or eight hours a day while the parents are working. Um, so that's the program I'm proposing to address childcare. And again, this could be uh, maybe a grandma's only 48. She can't apply for it until she's 50. So another grandma watches her grandkids for two years and gets paid accordingly. Right. So they will also receive the regular Social Security wages when they reach 62 or 65 or whatever that that ages for them but for from age 50 if they have grandkids or if they want to watch uh, kids these women can apply for a special social security program now i just want to say this social security is not an entitlement program the corporate communists call it an entitlement program it is an earned benefit you pay into that system and you receive uh, wages at the end of your life because you paid into the system. So you're going to say, I know what they're going to say, how are you going to pay for this expansion of Social Security? It's not even, Social Security is uh, in dire straits, right? Well, look, wages for Social Security, your wages are taxed up to $160,000 
per year. So if you make $160,000 per year, all $160,000 has a percentage taken out for Social Security and paid into the program, right? Anything over 160000 is not taxed. So if everyone made $160,000 a year, if everyone in the United States made $160,000 a year, Social Security would be flourishing. It wouldn't be in trouble, and we could expand it accordingly. So that, that should be our goal as a society and as a government. Um, let's get everybody up over $100,000, up, up to $160,000 at least a year right? Many taxes are based on percentage. So we shouldn't need any new taxes if everyone is making over $100,000 a year in the United States. That should be the, the push. Instead of adding new taxes every year, let's restructure things so that people make a decent wage. And this can be done through transparency in corporations. This can be done a lot of methods that I'm going to do as president to try to get us to that point. And that should be our goal, I think. Um, so I just want to... So that's that's one tier of the child care program. I think it's a smart program. These grandmas are raising the kids instead of an institution or a child care or whatever. So uh, that's something that I would try to do as president. I want to talk about something else the corporate communists and the fossil fuel industry are putting out in the media right now, and that's that windmills, electric windmills, are ugly, right? They're ugly. They're taking up the views, right? They're, they're ugly things, right? Well, look, I think wireless towers are ugly. So why is there no... Uh, nothing in the mainstream media about wireless towers being ugly on every horizon, on every building. Um, you know, why are wireless towers progress, but windmills converting to sustainable energy, uh, they're ugly, right? And look, these schools, public schools, even probably private schools, are putting wireless towers on their properties just to add $500 per month to their budget. And I think these things could be causing ADHD and autism, and they got the towers right there where kids are trying to study. Um, and the studies haven't been done to disprove this. To, to The studies just aren't there as to what, what dangers wireless uh, transmission, wireless towers have. On humans. I've found a handful of mouse studies. I've posted some of those to my website. There's really not much out there. They just kind of railroaded this in and just started putting towers up. And it, the studies won't get done because there's, look, it took 50 years to do studies on secondhand smoke and smoking cigarettes. There's exponentially, there's a ton more money in wireless communications and cell phone industry than there ever was in tobacco. So these studies aren't going to get done unless someone like me gets put into pres gets elected into the presidency. 
and we're going to prioritize some of those studies and I'm going to make sure they're neutral. And hey, maybe wireless, I'm willing, I'm, I'm willing to accept that wireless transmissions are harmless, but, uh, and so we'll be neutral on our studies, but there's a good possibility that they have a lot of side effects that affect a, a large portion of the population. So I'll tell you what else I find ugly. High power transmission lines, these electrical lines that run all across the interior of the United States of America, right, connecting power stations, uh, electricity generation st uh, power plants with the grid. But if we structured the power grid so that everyone was energy independent, right, and that was a big push for the United States to be energy independent. Why is it okay as a nation, but if people want to put solar panels on their houses and be individually energy independent, they face all kinds of scrutiny and, and things like that. So if everyone was energy independent, getting their energy from their roofs or from local co-ops and local sources... We wouldn't have these high-power transmission lines going all over the United States, which I think are as ugly as windmills. So as president, I'm going to put us on track for that type of power grid, right? And I think the way to do it is to make available grants for churches and schools, right? Think about it. Churches sit empty most of the week. If we put solar panels on churches... Uh, and people can buy energy from them. Um, I think this can put us on track to have microgrids where co-ops of people in neighborhoods can figure out their energy systems and get solar energy and possibly wind energy. There's even, um, look, there's possibility, that there's, uh, there's a study out of, of uh, Australia, they found a bacteria that, creates electricity. So there's all types of sustainable energy solutions. We just need to st structure the grid so that people can, again, make money off of their house by selling energy to their neighbors, right? Or, uh, and, and I have plans for that. And that's, that's how I'm going to gear the, the electricity grid so that you can make money from your assets like an agrarian capitalist right so again grants for churches and schools um, so that they can afford to put solar panels on their roofs out in their lawn areas wherever they want to put them and then they can subsidize their budgets with the sale of this electricity and even you know perhaps we can develop a program where people who buy Power from nonprofits like churches and schools can write off the cost of the electricity on their taxes. Uh, I'm all for that, especially if we can raise more tax revenue by raising the wages of every American in the United States. So let's think about it. So if we started saying wireless towers are ugly, right, and there was a big push against them, what would the corporate communists do then? Would they hide wireless transmitters in the steeples of every church? And what would you call that? Is that sacrilege? If we think about this, is that sacrilegious? 
to put wireless transmitters, hide them in every steeple of every church so you don't see them? Or is it the nouveau religion, right? The new religion of unlimited wireless usage. So that's all I want to talk about today. Uh, again, I have art available for purchase at Original Ideas Gallery in Berwick, Pennsylvania. Good friend of mine, Bill Earl, runs the shop. He's been on this podcast. Um, he knows how to get a hold of me if you want to look at any of my private art collections and um, help support this uh, program, help support the building of the uh, dual.us web, uh, web platform where everyone can vote and discuss on who I should challenge to a duel. Until next time, I wish you peace, prosperity, and homeostasis. Thanks.